This is Healthy Homes Podcast, a brief encouragement in your week to prioritize the relationships in your home. Thanks for listening. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another episode of Hallway Digressions. Your favorite episode surely will be this one. Of all the ones, words are coming out of my mouth without much preparation. And um, and so we're just going to keep moving when adversity hits. Yeah. Keep driving nice. the legs. Uh, we've had we've had a really solid pre-show prep time here in which uh, Golden Girls was referenced. Um Older women in the church named Blanche were referenced, <laughs> and um, and some youth group slash uh, alien activity. Who knows? <laughs> one of the two on maybe Lakewood property. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. referenced as well. And so, fellas, I feel like we're juiced up and ready to go. The truth is and, out there. Uh, the it truth is. is... <laughs> <laughs> and each of you, you know, uh, just make your own theories about what all that actually means. Yeah, yeah. Piece yeah. together all those all those snippets of conversation. Create a oh. secret history of the hallway digressions. If if you can if you can put those puzzle pieces together, you have achieved enlightenment. Yeah, yeah. Surely, or some profound wisdom, <laughs> fellas. This is the first time that all four of us have been together in oh. some time. Wow! It makes mm-hmm. my heart happy to see all four quads of my zoom screen populated yeah. wow. and uh Who's brett quads? we missed you Who? <laughs> last week brett we missed you last week i missed you like uh how many weeks yeah i feel like it's Dude, been it's, uh it's been a yeah it's been a handful how you doing bring us up to speed oh. <laughs> uh good um I, what um yeah good so i uh, maybe you know of this like yeah you guys should uh we have cats have oh. i have oh, I? I'm sorry. Uh, no, I think we, yeah, I don't think we've gone. Yes. There thank you. By the way, I, I will. The, yes. Sorry. Yes. Because that where you've gotten all person. your demon fascination from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. The, well, it's the whole Egyptian motif that I have oh, going on yes. back here. Gotcha. So they are helping to ward off, you know, spirits. And then um, when I uh, pass on to the next life, Yes. Uh, if they're still alive, they will be killed and uh, stuffed and put in the uh, yeah. sarcophagus with me. So, yes, I, yes, yes. You got a pyramid so... in your backyard? Yeah. <laughs> under I under construction. <laughs> Am I important <laughs> enough, though, for that? So, uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, we have cats. And so uh, the students know of this, but uh, but I guess I never shared it on here. But um, they, uh, yeah, the, the first one got here behind my back uh-uh. um the, i was um Mm-mm. beguiled, beguiled. <laughs> i was um yeah my understanding was that my wife had something else going on and um she with my father-in-law oh took Ugh. a trip to ohio Oh, right. and they and I know where it was. It was uh, I can't remember, like around Cleveland, I think. But uh, yeah, they went it, to. They Ohio. didn't pay money for this thing, did they? Well, you would think, uh, but it was free. But okay. they went that that all the way because it was one that 
they wanted or my wife wanted anyway. And so they, uh, yeah, I'm literally, it's on a Sunday. I'm laying on the couch, you know, like with my, uh, you know, my gut hanging out with chips all over and, <laughs> and a cat starts with its yeah. scratchy tongue yeah. lapping its Cheerios I mean, off of your belly. <laughs> with the price of gas, uh, that's an expensive cat. Yes. Yes. Okay. And, and I find out where it is because, uh, when I was having my, my, uh, my moment of what the hay is going on, you know, cause they bring this cat down to the couch and I'm like, why? No, you gotta be kidding me. So, but I, I practice self-control and I'm glad because, you know, um, because this is, uh, what do I want to say? What's the right word for it? This is, um, leverage. No, uh, it is. And I'm just waiting to use yes. it. So it, I'm savoring this up. Oh, okay. For when I do something stupid <laughs> or, uh, or decide, Hey, I really want that. Um, Hey, do I need to ask? Nope. Remember the cat. Yeah. So it's, th there's, so, uh, I, I'm, I'm storing it up, but anyway, so I find out because I looked on the, uh, cause I'm like, how much did this thing cost? And, and I look up on our bank statement and I found there was a transaction over in Cleveland. <laughs> so, so they didn't pay anything for the cat, but they did pay for gas, as you said, Nick. And yeah. they paid for like cat stuff, yeah. you know? And right. so, um, they gave it things? Yeah. Yeah. We have to give this thing things like, yeah, Ugh. like uh, food, I guess, but... Yeah. So, so what, what, what can you envision? I mean, you know, we can all envision the, uh, you know, redeeming that, uh, that leverage for a failure in your life. Mm. You know, we, we, we've all been there. Uh, but you know, sure. what, what would be something that you're like, yeah, you know, this is something I really want. Like, you know, is it a, hey, is it remember a, the cat? Yeah. Remember well, the cat? Like I, yeah, I yeah, bought, yeah. I bought this, remember the cat. <laughs> mm -hmm. like a new or, guitar or uh you know what, what is it and and you know what uh nick i think we need to maybe even step a uh, step back further words is the cat your wife cashing in on leverage for maybe a lot of egyptian oh. and indiana jones paraphernalia well. that was shipped halfway around oh. the world twice oh. Maybe one of the ones saying, that actually made it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember that one of a kind ball cap from short, <laughs> short round cat. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he doesn't have credit in the bank. Here. Maybe this, this is just getting him out of the hole. This just took a turn that, uh, yeah, but you know, <laughs> as we have already discussed on here, she won't hear this anyways. Our <laughs> right. so, <laughs> wives have given up listening. Yes. I'm thinking, I'm thinking if we ever have money again, uh, mm. tattoo. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. oh yeah. what are you going with? Oh, I, I have quite the, uh, yeah, I've, I've got ideas, man. I've, I've come okay, up with okay. some really cool ideas, but, uh, yeah, but, um, one that I took my pastor asked me about and I, and he's not a tattoo guy, but I told him about it. He's like, Oh, like his theology senses were, were tingling from it. Sure. So, well, yeah, sure. man. Like I, I, you want short, quick? Uh, yeah. yeah okay, I'm, so, I'm starting like, to tingle even as you just start <laughs> yeah. to go there. Um, so, so I don't know where it would go cause it, it needs space, you know, but we'll I will figure thinking, that out with you here. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so snake. Okay. So, don't, um, don't tread on me. 
Theology? <laughs> yes. Trump 2024. <laughs> <laughs> so for your theology, senses, uh, right? So yeah, <clears throat> Trump and John Hagee 20. So no, it's mm. going to be like, uh, so snake, I was thinking on the arm somehow, but I just, there's not going to be enough room, but I was thinking about having it like coiled. Okay, like around, like wrapped around my arm. But any, anyway, wherever it's going to go. Okay, so check this out. I, I get excited about this. So it, his mouth is going to be like, I'm thinking like Python looking type snake. Yeah, yeah. Mouth right. is going to be opened. Um, but uh, on onto a, um, a stone or a rock. Uh, but his mouth is actually going to be hyper extended and his teeth will be shattered like onto the, uh, the stone mm. and a cross is going to impale its head like onto the stone. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, on, on the cross, um, I want it to say, um, uh, what's the right, if I can remember it, but uh, in Greek, uh, it's a strata, uh, strata, strata, oh my, I can't remember, but it's, it's the word for um, I wage war basically. Mm. And, uh, the stone is going to say, um, I, I want it to say truth in like three, you know, like three different languages or whatever. So yeah. Anyway, so something like that. Some I like that. Genesis yeah. three and yeah, other things going on. So, That's yeah. fresh. Um, I think it needs to be wrapped around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and the mouth, like, like trying yes. to bite my face. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Trying to consume you, but uh, so its no. jaws are uh -oh. over here, and yeah, yeah. I think so. that's a great idea, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, so then, <laughs> with 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 many advisors, plans succeed, and yeah. so heed yeah. heed the wisdom. What's going to be Biblical. on my forehead, though? Biblical. That's just the yeah. thing. Like, what's it going to say, Fauci or no? I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness. Well, um yeah, that's uh that sounds good. That sounds good. Um maybe some of our listeners who have some artistic skills could make us a couple mock-ups oh, of that yeah. and uh maybe that's something that you could take to the uh to the parlor and uh, see if they can replicate that. Yep, I know. Well, we did yeah. by the way, just quick finish story and I'll uh, we have a, the second cat. We they went oh. they got the sister of this cat. We have two. Yeah. So wait, two trips to Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, well, one of one of Brittany's friends that she works with went to go Did get. They just uh, ship the second one <laughs> <laughs> from. Uh, <laughs> they came. They came from Iran, and there was a, <laughs> there was a short round New York Giants yeah, uh, right cap in there. And, <laughs> Just had a coupon for this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got two. And uh so so the friend went and got it, and Brittany was like, and I did agree on this one. I was like, well, might as well, like, you know, my my life. You got is one, you got a dozen, you know. Cat, so whatever. yeah, yeah, it's already over. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, goodness, Brett, it's have it's good to have you back on the show here. And fellas, uh, we've got we've got about three or four questions here, and um, uh, I, I actually have two. There's there's one that didn't come via email, and so I've forgotten about it for the last long time. Hmm. But one of our students, um, current senior right now, uh, who who may or may not 
not be with us for a couple weeks for some unknown reason. And so it's probably just waiting for this episode to drop right now to have something else to do with this <laughs> amount of free time. Right. Well, this individual asked, um, how's come it seems that people in the Old Testament, uh, I'm trying to remember the wording here. This is from old, hold on, series trying to do some things. Okay. Uh, how's come uh, people have multiple wives in the Old Testament and they don't seem to be rebuked for it? Uh, at least it doesn't appear that way. So uh, it doesn't seem that God is condoning or... Um, or, or that there's not uh, impact or judgment for it. So take David, he's got a, he's got a couple of wives. How's come God doesn't say, hey, cut that out. And uh, was there any ramifications for David's decisions? So maybe uh, just a, a, a quick minute or two on this one for you fellas. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I thought right after that. Um, there's a lot of things that happen in the Old Testament that we would say aren't good that are never explicitly called out, but especially this, and this is an interesting one because if, you, but they do have, they are shown at least in a negative light, you know um, you know, the old Testament more often than not, it's an explanation of how Israel's messing up and how God is being faithful within that more often than it is being like, Hey, the characters we're talking about are great. Um, and throughout, especially um, you know, you look at the patriarchs, you look at uh, Abraham and you look at him with, you know, he's having sexual relationships with multiple partners. You have it with uh, Sarah and Hagar and that causes conflict. And then you move forward and you see continually where it's like moments where uh, they are having multiple wives. It's leading to problems. You have Jacob, he has multiple wives and that the, they're competing with each other for favor for their children to be the better wife that's causing issues it's causing problems it's causing enmity even if there's no you know point where it says like hey this is wrong and this is bad continually whenever we see those we see those moments we see those um examples uh it's causing problems and you know what's the reason why solomon wasn't you know was having issues was having trouble was having problems it's because of the number of wives he had it's because he had wives from all these different places they were leading him astray so yes there are a lot of times there are a lot of moments there are a lot of instances where it's never specifically said hey this is bad this is wrong but in pretty much every single case where it's happening bad things are following out of it bad things are flowing from it it's put in a negative light even if there's no point in the old testament where it said hey this is wrong and then we move on, especially in the pastoral epistles, um, where it's talking about the qualifications for leadership in the church. We do have moments where it is said explicitly and, and openly, hey, to be a leader in the church, you should be a person of one spouse. You, should have, you shouldn't have multiple uh, marital partners. Um, so, yeah, it is true that it's not directly called out, but it certainly isn't shown as positive or good in the way that it's framed and in the way that it's shown. Mm-hmm. Think Solid. of how many cats that these people had oh, you know, showing up to their house correct. with oh. the, I mean, the more wives <laughs> checking the bank account. And it's like double trips to Cleveland. Right. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to Lebanon again. Yeah. And then feeders. <laughs> do you need? Uh-huh. Litter box. <laughs> oh, that'd be horrible. Yeah, no, that's uh that's that's good, Jed. 
Yeah. And um, it, it makes me think of uh, a phrase I heard about the Old Testament. Uh, the Old Testament is not showing you who you should be. It's showing you who you are. You know, we've kind of, mm. you know, made our Old Testament saints to be heroes of the faith, there to be a David kind of thing. And actually, maybe, maybe it's not the takeaway to dare to be a David, but rather um, we see ourselves as more of a mirror of where we really are. Is Abraham straight trash? Is David straight trash? No. Um, they're faithful men who are also sinful men. And we see that struggle within them of living according to God's ways, but also having this sinful flesh that, uh, that they, that they fail with, um, repeatedly. And we see, we see the outcome of that as well. Uh, Nick, Brett, anything you want to throw in before? I was just thinking just now too. And I, I wonder if, if that were, because we, we do know that practice was just a little more common back then you know even outside of israel and outside of the bible and and i know we we can talk about the reasons why you know well they're you know political reasons and you know this king wanting to marry the daughter of this king and so they have you know uh, common family members now and they have peace but anyway so for for political relations and stuff but anyway i wonder if if, if it were more common today if we would see that even more if we would see that being a temptation even within you know yeah. with with people following that i mean yeah. if so, canada yeah. and mexico were doing it would we be doing right. it too <laughs> right right yeah yeah <laughs> and then there's also there's also the fact that you know like you know i think and this is speaking somewhat to what you're saying brett that the the new testament especially like you know the old testament is so much um is very much focused about telling the story of israel and telling about god's role in that um and we get far more like specifically teaching documents, you know, they, there was teaching, there's a lot of teaching in the Old Testament, and it's all good for training of the Christian, but we get a lot more documents in the New Testament that are out and out about yeah. teaching, about instruction, but also all of that teaching and instruction is contextualized, is is to a specific historical situation, mm-hmm. things that we can then talk about and, and pull out to say what they mean now, but, you know, when when Paul is writing to the first Corinthians, when he's writing first Corinthians, he's talking about specific problems mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, and, and he's also talking to, you know, polygamy wasn't a common practice in the New Testament world. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't something that it that was as common as it was in the Old Testament. Um, and maybe if we had seen maybe if it was common in, say, first century Corinth or first century Ephesus, you know, it might have been far more likely that we would have gotten a direct so I've heard that some of you have been taking multiple wives. This is not something you should be doing. Yeah, um, that's true. And if in the new, if in, in the Old Testament, if we had had far more documents that had been primarily concerned with teaching, um, which they, you know, a lot of them are, a lot of them are history books. A lot of them are poetic books. Um, you know, you get some stuff in, you know, you get a lot of teaching and law in, you know, the first five books. Um, but after that point, a lot of it's more narrative than it is strictly teaching purposes. Yeah. Um, so you know yeah i think i think you're right yeah yeah even yeah new, like you said new testament it would be addressed if it were an mm-hmm. issue because it's so specific mm-hmm. uh, in the issues that it does address so yeah cult the the actual uh, context there mm-hmm. and i think we, right. you know yeah. Go on. we kind of lose the um things since these stories are so familiar to us we kind of lose the shock value yeah. of them i mean if you're reading straight through genesis right and 
And God's design for the family is, you know, one husband and one wife, and they shall be one flesh. Um, you know, we read that in Genesis 2. And then by the time we get further in Genesis, Abraham is taking another wife. Like, wait a minute, right? I mean, shouldn't he be looking at God's design for what marriage is? In fact, right, it was a complete violation of, uh, you know, what he was supposed to be doing by relying on God for faith that he was going to bring a son through Sarah. So, I mean, there's a there's a lot there going on that, uh, you know, Abraham's trying to manipulate the situation that they both are, you know, mm-hmm. to, you know, do it their own way rather than to wait on God as he had promised. So, so, I mean, in a sense, it is explicit in Genesis 2, God's designed for marriage, which is what Jesus goes back to and says, you know, in the beginning, it, this is the way it's supposed to be. So, and even for kings, you know, like with David and Solomon, I mean, that is explicitly <laughs> condemned that they weren't supposed to be marriage, you know, uh, marrying for political or, or financial gains. So, yeah. In Deuteronomy, yeah, kings should not have many wives. Yeah. Right. Well, I was good. So, we, we just went through it with uh, the seventh graders um, just recently <clears throat> because we are going almost step by step through Genesis. And um, uh, so you guys remember when when uh, the author is telling us about the line of of Cain um, and you can literally see the this <clears throat> they're, they're showing us the progression of sin. And uh, one individual named Lamech, who is a descendant of Cain, it mm. specifically points out, like the text, it, it, the, the author almost goes out of his way to emphasize Lamech took for himself two wives. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's right. all right there within the line of Cain. So it was showing that um, he, that was the first time it happened. And, and this was a deviation from and the... That's, that's right in chapter four, is or is it chapter yeah, five? It that is, he should it's four. Yeah, yeah four. Yes, yeah, so five is the line of Seth. Then, yeah, the, uh, yeah, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Nick, you you know you you referenced by by Abraham. Would you say I'm gonna do a thing? Would you say that it's easier to take Abraham out of Babylon than it is to take Babylon out of Abraham? <laughs> Ooh, that'll preach. Why? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay, great <laughs> stuff, fellas. I think we uh, I think we handled that one. Now, fellas, I got hit up here on on the gram uh, by one of our favorite alumni here, Zach Hartz. We love him, Fe- faithful follower of the podcast, and uh, he's got a great question here for us to uh, to interact with here. And um, Brett, you're gonna your your theological tinglings are just gonna be on you know, just (laughs) all out. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to go next level here. Yeah. He said, I was wondering if you could share some material on combating progressive Christianity. I know a bit about it, but I was hoping to find some good books on it, particularly how to refute it and defend against it. So it looks like we're uh, looking for some resources here, maybe a good podcast, maybe a website or article, or he's asking for some books in particular. So, um, what, what say ye in response to, to Zach or any general thoughts as well on responding to progressive movements in Christianity? You know, this is something I I've been keeping an eye on. I I know we all have. Um, and it, 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 (laughs) 
it preaches itself, man. I'm telling you, like I, so I purposefully, uh, purposely follow, uh, some progressive Christian pages on Facebook and a lot of it, I just take and bring it into the classroom and, and most of it's going right into my, uh, for the eighth graders, the gospel, we're going through a chronological, um, uh, you know, almost, uh, so all four gospels put together, but just a chronological walkthrough of, of Jesus's mm. life. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, personally, it was life-changing for me last year going through that and, um, just being intentional about seeing what was, what was Jesus's real relation to the world. And, and the, the one theme all throughout was opposition, man. It was like opposition, like not Jesus, but you know, the world opposing him. And, uh, it was just all throughout. And so, um, and, and the whole, what did Jesus do question, you know, uh, because the progressive Christianity today seems so cultural. And of course the main, you know, the number one commandment is, is love, you know, and, and love your neighbor. And of course that needs defining, uh, what does it mean to love? And, and sadly the, the, the progressive group seems to define that as just completely accepting and affirming, uh, any and all like, um, you know, uh, so I, um, one major good, like good source, uh, I would say is, uh, definitely another gospel by Alyssa Childers. It's, uh, it's specifically for, uh, progressive Christianity. So helpful. Um, it's concise, but yet it's, it's, it's in depth theologically. It's just, she did an awesome job at it, mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time, it's very, um, relatable because she, she describes not only progressive Christianity, but also how to uh, respond to it. But she does it all within like her own personal story and journey. Hmm. And uh, so, so that, that one's top notch. Um, but just real quick two books on that are from the Christian perspective on um, social justice and, and uh, um, you know, wokeness, if you want to say uh, those are also helpful because that's largely what progressive Christianity has become today. It's sort of like uh, social justice has really come in and sort of, I'll just say taken over or even hijacked uh, almost the, the true gospel. Um, so, so, so those, those sources would be good. Um, but if Zach can remember too, just any teaching on um, postmodernism, because really it's, it's like that. It's a, it's a, Christian flavor of postmodernism. In fact, the one thing I just, uh, I just saved today during lunch here, check this out. Listen to this. Uh, Brian Zond, who is definitely a progressive uh, Christian author. Uh, listen to this. We all make errors in our theology, you and me both. So my recommendation is to err on the side of love. Why? Mm. Mm. So sounds he, so good. Well, he says, why? Because God is not doctrine. God is not mm. denomination. Mm-mm. God is not war. God is not law. God is not hate. God is Tear not down hate. walls. God is love. Yeah. Tear down those well, walls. Well, well, here, here's your classic postmodern uh, thinking here. <laughs> right. That's self-refuting. Yeah. That <laughs> because he says we all make errors in our theology. Okay. Well, what's Brian Zahn's theology? God is not doctrine. God is not <laughs> denomination. Okay. Well, how do you know? You, you see what I mean? It's, it's totally self-refuting. Yeah. It just collapses because it's not, uh, grounded upon and founded upon truth. 
man. The postmodern way. Mm. Yeah. A beautiful thing. Not want to put out that i'm joking there <laughs> but <laughs> yeah man that's that's good that's good great uh nick jed either one of you uh, guys got a recommendation you want to toss out or a thought yeah i i, I have a couple of recommendations I'll, I'll go through them quick you know there's some you know some basic apologetic works that are really really good that i recommend if you haven't read um you know christian classic mere christianity you know the the things that it addresses are still around um things haven't changed that much so that's still good if you haven't read that it's a pretty small easy read um, a little something that's a little bit denser, uh, but also very, very good. Again, it's an older book, but it addresses a lot of things that are still true today. Um, G.K. Chesterton's Orthodoxy. Really, really love that one. Mm-hmm. Really recommend that one. Um, gets to some weird things in the end where it starts talking about imperialism that I'm not super on board with, but the front half of the book is really, really good. Um, something a little bit more current. Um, Tim Keller's The Reason for God. Uh, another great apologetic work, just a general apologetic work that deals with a lot of the same issues. Um, you know, it combats postmodernism. It talks about sexuality. It talks about the nature of the Bible, all of those things that are, um, you know, it's written a couple years ago st- uh, now, uh, but it's still just as relevant. Um, there's another book. I haven't read this one, but it was recommended to me by a professor that I really trust called Confronting Christianity. It goes through like 12 major cultural questions that people have about Christianity. It says, here's the Christian story. Here's what it is. Like I said, haven't read it, but it speaks to this issue. And it was by a professor that I really trust, who I believe to be faithful and orthodox. Um, and then also the Gospel Coalition has a lot of articles um, that are really tons. good. These kinds of things, tons and tons of resources there. Podcasts, videos, sermons, articles. Um, you know, they draw from a lot of people. So not every article is a winner, but as a whole, as an organization, they're very, very good. So highly recommend the Gospel Coalition. Solid. Nick? Um, the only thing I can think of is uh, The Abolition of Man by C.S. Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, Lewis is always going to be gold. Yeah, as he deals with, you know, the uh, the absence of truth in our culture. And so um, I think that is applicable to the conversation. Yeah. Now, this is going to sound maybe a little bit snarky, but honestly, I don't intend it to be the Bible. Um uh, honestly, there's there's just there's so many voices, there's so many blogs, there's so many articles, there's so many people, you know, writing pro progressive, and then people who are writing in response, but they're swinging the pendulum too far in the other direction. The best way to be grounded is to know your scriptures inside and out. Know what Jesus really said. Know what Jesus was really yeah. like. Know the stories of the Old Testament, like we were talking about last week. Fellas, know what the God of the Old Testament is like because you read the Old Testament so that when some progressive levies out there, the throw away the Old Testament because that was a God of wrath, Jesus is the God of love, and they pull out that ignorant stuff, you can say, actually, that's not true. Mm-hmm. And and because I know my Bible inside and out, the, uh, honestly, I mean, uh, just the more voices that are out there the more you have to go back to the source and be just so well versed mm. pun intended in, uh, in the <laughs> was, bible so you mentioned uh even on the flip side too let me say so back to the the to connecting to the tattoo thing the i wage war thing that comes uh really from revelation and uh revelation describes when christ comes back it, it specifically says waging war so um you know, that kind of goes counter to our whole view of, oh, you know, there's never any kind of uh, yeah. uh, 
a judgment yeah. upon sin. Yeah, uh, that's all the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. coming from from Jesus. And then, yeah, on the flip side, then seeing all the moments of grace in the Old Testament. You know, Every, everything in Revelation is just metaphor. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's, uh, all we need. All right. Love wins in the end. So yeah, yeah. Jesus kills all his enemies with love. <laughs> <laughs> in 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 Revelation chapter nineteen, with when glitter, all the, when all the <laughs> birds of the air are gorging themselves on the flesh of kings. That's, all of the unicorns are horses <laughs> drowning in blood, rainbows. And... <laughs> okay, uh, all right, Brett. We got a couple minutes left here. Do you want to throw out your question that you had? Yeah, and we'll, just, uh, and we'll, this we'll call this from, an action-packed uh, from an <laughs> episode uh, uh, from an alumni as well, and it is uh, about um, animals and souls. And so, okay, um, yeah, oh boy, and and then I had a student, uh, seventh grader, just asked me this yesterday. So, uh, do animals have souls? By extension, do they go to heaven? And then, do they have free will? <laughs> so. Uh, so i i think i already told him dogs go to heaven but cats go to the other place yes. so, <laughs> you'll get a second third and fourth on this i'm sure <laughs> so uh yeah well, uh do animals I mean, have the free will question and, uh, my goodness we could debate whether humans have free will <laughs> oh no so, yeah there's that <laughs> Well, oh, cats man. cats have free will, but it's in bondage to sin. <laughs> Dogs seem to have a will that is uh, become enslaved to its master, its yeah. lord. <laughs> so you can go ahead Idolatry. and read the Book of Romans and find out who's doing what there. Uh, <laughs> um, I yeah, you know, I and 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 actually, I know you said we only have a couple minutes, so th- it may have to extend into another. Yeah, episode. maybe we'll part two. Te- this. Technically, this because I told him, I said in short. This actually is connected to the age of the earth discussion too. And I, I didn't realize that until I started delving into um, <laughs> that, that topic, because there's a whole battle within that, that topic of what type of life are animals mm-hmm. in the Hebrew world. Okay. So, because there's mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. Hebrew term, nefesh hayach or haya. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Deep from the throat. throat. Yeah. yeah. It's my guttural. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that that is literally soulish life and animals mm. are said to be soulish life yeah. In, yeah. in Hebrew plants are not. And so in, in short, um, you know, plants are never said to be soulish life. Therefore, uh, they're a different type of life and, and could, in a sense, die. Or in fact, I don't even know if scripture ever says plants actually die. It says they wilt and things like that. So yeah. in other words, young yeah, yeah yeah so young earthers would argue that they're not in the same category as animals and humans and i would argue i think even we still make that distinction today you know um you hit a shrub on the way home and it's not a big deal you just keep driving you hit a dog on the other hand and you might stop and you you're kind of upset about it you hit a human well <laughs> you see what i mean it's like we almost have these categories you, you, you hit a cat you go in reverse and you make sure the <laughs> yeah. job was done yeah, you you celebrate so you know uh, no, yeah this is good let's part to this one because i think there's a lot yeah, to be yeah, said there see, now that you kind yeah, of surface yeah. all that i think you get, but hey you what a expand, promo you could expand it into as well 
I mean, do animals have spirits, and what's the difference between yes. souls Ooh, and spirits? Dichotomy trichotomy. Oh, yeah, oh, this might, you know, what, what, what we thought was just going to be a surface-level question is actually going to take us into some of the heavy nuances of, of uh, theology. And boy, I cannot wait until next Wednesday. I hope our listeners can't wait either. And until are we, that time, are we, are we oh, recording over Thanksgiving break? Oh, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll figure it figure out. Figure that out. <laughs> and uh, how about during next episode? During next episode. Thanksgiving meal? How's Ooh, that? <laughs> <a> fellowship. <laughs> oh, See, as we eat animals, back. did right, this huh? thing while I eat soul. this turkey leg. Is or currently in Sheol right now. If <laughs> Chinese did this cat, actually. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. I love Chinese. You know, <laughs> right. Oh, goodness. Uh, well, get the whole family involved in that episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, Blanche will come way in as well with her 13 cats that are crawling Blanche, around yeah. her kitchen while she cooks. And it'll well, be great. The, yeah. Depending on her age, there might be like some cat hair in there or something or uh, Christmas awesome. movie reference. There's a uh, litter box or what, what, you know, from uh, what, what is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, fellas. I got to go answer my door real quick. Oh. Um, but uh, hey. I'll talk to you guys later and great episode.